Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. This week, we continue our talks with some of the directors and chief executives of the world's leading sight loss charities. Now, today, we are heading to Wales, to Cardiff, to speak with Carrie Jackson, who is the director of RNIB Cymru. Carrie, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Carrie, let's uh, look back at 2016 for the charity in Wales. What's the year been like? It's been a, a mixed year. Obviously, the election's been quite prominent for us, so that's given us quite a different political climate to operate within and obviously to make sure in terms of our influencing and all the campaigns that we run that we do that well. And we have a strong voice for blind and partially sighted people in the National Assembly for Wales. And I think what's interesting from my perspective as director is investing our resources wisely at that time and making sure that all the new Assembly members absolutely know who we are and know about the issues and the challenges and the opportunities in terms of what they do, in terms of legislation. We've got a new Social Services Act, public health, active travel, so that actually they're aware of the needs of blind and partially sighted people and, most importantly, that they have what they need to do their business. So that's been quite significant for us this year. Now, you're also chair of the Cardiff Institute for the Blind, as well as being the director of RNIB Cymru. Uh, and what I was interested to, to find out was, like Scotland, Wales has some devolved power. So do you have to bring all those hats together in one? And you know, does the political link work well? The political link works pretty well. Sometimes in terms of our influencing work, it's almost harder to be heard and that's why I'm really excited about RNIB Connect and growing our network of people or, you know, giving people more opportunities to have a voice. My experience of working with Cardiff Institute for the Blind is that they're probably further ahead than us on this. You know, they've got about 3,000 people that, you know, we're regularly in touch with and are very vocal and strong and only too pleased to work with us or for us to support people. But I think what's been prominent for me this year is, you know, the cuts in terms of the local authorities and the challenges in terms of the health service. And it makes a big difference, you know, if I turn up in somebody's office and say this is not good enough, actually it's much more powerful if a blind or partially sighted person who's experienced a problem themselves And I think we need to get smarter at that. And my experience of working with Cardiff Institute for the Blind is it's something that they thrive at. It's interesting this year in terms of Cardiff local authority who are investing millions in a a new transport hub in um, the centre of Cardiff. And across RNIB Cymru and Cardiff Institute for the Blind, we've done an enormous amount of work on that on trying to make sure it's accessible. But... It's not necessarily us as an organisation fronting that. It's us turning up to meetings and making the most of the voice of local blind or partially sighted people, but then, you know, targeting chief exec and councillors because we know if this isn't right, then it's going to have a huge impact in terms of people's independence and could possibly be, you know, if you think about sharing space with pedestrians and cyclists is what they're currently talking about, 
could potentially be quite dangerous. It sounds kind of like, in terms of RNIB Cymru and Cardiff Institute for the Blind, that this year really has been recognising the assets that other service users and so on and putting them almost in, in the driving seat. Now, you mentioned some of the, the, the campaigns and so on and, and some of the challenges as well. The challenges, I think, moving forward, we shouldn't underestimate, particularly, you know, in councils and hospitals, some fairly serious situations emerging. For example, a local authority just pull all of their rehabilitation services. We've got huge problems in the hospitalised service and we know that that results in significant delays and cancelled appointments for people at risk of sight loss. OK, you know, it is in some cases not very well organised, but the cuts in the public sector... And the new legislation and the, the new, if you like, political framework is almost creating that perfect storm. And, and so it's almost OK when local councils are looking at this. You know, they're making quite poor decisions in some cases. Obviously, not all of them. There's some great examples of social services and rehabilitation teams. But I'm really worried about some of what we're seeing and some of the decisions that are being made at local government and at health level because, you know, it's putting people's sight at risk, it's putting people's independence at risk if you can't have like, the support of a rehabilitation officer. We've seen very poor use of the Equality Act. So actually some of what we're seeing and hearing about is actually illegal, but we have, you know, limited, I suppose, opportunities to challenge that from a, a legal perspective, and that doesn't always deliver the results. So, you know, the balance, as always in our world, is to influence at the right level to make sure that these decisions are good decisions. And for me, what's exciting about this moving forward is to have more people across Wales and across the rest of the UK so we've got a much stronger voice as an organisation and it's not me as director turning up to the chief exec of the local authority or the health board and saying this isn't good enough. What about 2017? That It almost sounds as if there's going to be a continuation of that to drive that, that connect, to drive involving the service users more in the coming year. I'm delighted actually in Wales now we've got community connectors in place and we've got you know more volunteers that are working with us to actually go out into the community. We've got fabulous partners in Wales in terms of local societies and organisations like Guide Dogs we work very closely with. So it feels quite exciting. With other parts of the UK we've got geographical challenges and for me what I want to make sure that we do is not just work in the areas that are easier for us to work in such as Cardiff, the capital city. You know there's rural powers, there's rural West Wales and we need to work harder to get out into those communities. The other priority for me is around our welfare benefits and welfare rights support. So I've been working on this at a UK level. And in the last 18 months, we've seen really significant challenges in this area. Obviously, we've had changes to welfare benefits. The new personal independent payment is just the process in itself is not necessarily accessible and we're seeing quite poor decisions being made by the Department of Work and Pensions. And whilst if you look at our results, they're very powerful, you know, the amount of money that we're able to support blind or partially sighted people in terms of benefits is, is quite staggering. But actually what we need to be mindful of is having to work much harder, in some cases go to tribunal, instead of just that basic 
support at welfare form filling stage. A, a busy year 2016 and it looks as if uh, continuing to be a busy year for 2017. Carrie, if just finally I was to ask you for maybe a highlight of 2016, is there a way of narrowing that down to something that really sticks in your mind? I mean, I think it's a real privilege to be director of RNIB Cymru and to be chair of Cardiff Institute for the Blind. I, I think I'd probably have to mention two areas, and that would be the iClinic Liaison Officer Service, where in Wales we now have coverage in every main hospital iClinic. It's a combination of RNIB. You know, the health boards are now paying for more and more services and other sort of charity partners are delivering... And I'm much more confident that if you need the support of an ECLO in a hospital in Wales, that you'll get it. And actually the government is starting to talk about it much more. And I think the other area for me is the welfare benefit service that we have a lottery funded service in Wales. And, you know, it really is staggering the difference we make to people's lives. But not only that, wherever you come into a service, you will then have the opportunity to hear about other services in Wales, across the UK. You know, it might be products. It might be a local blind club that you want to go to. It might be the book club at Cardiff Institute for the Blind. So I feel very proud that our services are more connected and that where we are supporting people, there's much more choice around that. So look forward to delivering more of that in 2017. Carrie Jackson, thank you for joining us on RNIB Connect Radio. And from all of us here to all of you at RNIB Cymru and the Cardiff Institute for the Blind, have a great festive season. Diochen thank you very much. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.